0: Jazz Heads Radio, brought to you in conjunction with Wakefield Jazz, a lovely little jazz club in Yorkshire. Hello, welcome to another episode of Jazz Heads. Shirley Smart is a British jazz cellist who has spent time studying and performing all over the world. In the nicest possible way, I can only describe her as a sponge. She's uh, soaked up music from so many countries and cultures and performed with many different ensembles and musicians, and you can hear all this coming out in her own music. And, as you'd probably expect, her tracks that she chooses are every bit as eclectic. She played at Wakefield Jazz recently alongside John Crawford at the piano and Demi Garcia-Sabat on drums and percussion. I'm not going to say anything at the end of this podcast, the reason for which will become apparent. Um... But I will add a full track listing to the podcast description, as well as all the relevant links to Shirley, uh, Shirley Smart's website, and of course, Wakefield Jazz. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you enjoy Shirley's interview and her influential tracks. There's some real gems in there. Hi, Shirley. Thanks for joining us tonight.
1: Oh, Ben, thanks for having us. It's lovely to
0: be here. The sound check sounds beautiful. Uh, really excited to hear some Thank you. completely different music and obviously I'm sure you get this a lot but you don't see jazz cello as an yeah. instrument very often <laughs> No you don't, <laughs>
1: no but yeah it's, it's, uh, it's been quite a journey to get that yeah. to happen actually it's been a lot of fun though working out just how many different ways can you explore the instrument sure. It's something I always yeah. wanted to do with it so, yeah. well,
0: has cello always been your first instrument? Yes yeah, yeah it has and then you, you decided that you wanted to find a way to sort of make jazz happen on that and
1: kind of yeah. I mean I got I got interested in it when I was at Guildhall and Guildhall School of Music where I went yeah. in as a classical cellist and came out the other end very confused <laughs> <laughs> I, be, I remember just hearing all the jazz stuff going on in the basement and thinking that sounds yeah. really cool. I want to go down there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, not a number of years later, I ended up. Um, I did some improvisation stuff before I went, but I didn't really have the chance to develop it. Mm. Um, but that really developed when I went to live in Jerusalem. Yeah. So I, I kind of fell into loads of regional music, North African, Middle Eastern and stuff, and yeah, jazz yeah, all at the same time.
0: You've spent, spent a lot of time all over the place. Haven't you? I'm yeah. reading on your website, you time in Switzerland, yeah. Russia. And yeah, London, a and bit, then I Jerusalem, studied for a little bit in Switzerland, and, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and Canada for about three or four months. But Jerusalem, I was there for 10 years, yeah. so that's kind of a. Piece you're just one of, of these life. people
0: who just, just inspired by other musics then and, and just wants to take it all in and, and process it and make it make it your own or fuse it with your own ideas and everything else. Kind of,
1: I suppose that's, that's become my approach with it, um, but that, that really happened in Jerusalem I think and I, yeah. I didn't really plan to study Middle Eastern music or anything, I just ended up playing in this band that played load of North African stuff yeah. and kind of learned it from there, like people just playing it and going, do this! <laughs>
0: <laughs> sort of flying by the seat of your pants. And, kind of yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So why, why
1: Jerusalem? What made you want to um, move over Oh there? It God, a... it was such an accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> happy accident. Yeah. Very, good, very. Good. Right. Well, yeah. Happy as d- and slightly complicated okay. it being Jerusalem, but yeah, yeah. It was a, it's an experience I wouldn't be without for the yeah. world. But it, it was a total accident. I, I basically was a bit sort of struggling to find a path um after after college and hmm. feeling a bit lost and I went to Canada for three months at the Banff Ban- Centre for the Arts oh, really? um, and while I was there there happened to be a bunch of Israelis there and they were sort of they were fighting with the Egyptian guy in the bar one night um, over politics okay. unsurprising I mean in a yeah. nice way yeah. um, but I sort of got into chat with them and was saying all this and one of them just said as a joke why did you come to Israel um, so I thought oh Sounds interesting. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, to cut a very long story short, I ended up getting a scholarship, an exchange scholarship to go for a year. Um, so I thought, all right. Try it for a bit and see what happens.
0: Oh, brilliant. One experience.
1: Yeah. I I remember getting on the plane thinking, well, if I don't like it, the maximum I'll just get on a plane and come back again. It's a a relatively
0: small world in that way now, isn't it? You're never never too far. Yeah, definitely. Much more than a sort of day away from home, are you? Yeah. Which is is a good thing. But no, I'm pleased it obviously worked out if you stayed there for 10 years. Was it 10 years? Yeah, Yeah. it
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. I can't quite believe that happened, but it did. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: And then since you've been back in the UK, you've been touring, writing yeah, you've got all, all sorts all of all projects the on the go haven't yeah. you? Sort of trios, sextets um, you, you mentioned Izzy Barrett's uh, interchange Yes, I set. play with
1: that, so I play it's obviously with, with John and Demi who are playing yeah. this evening sometimes Nicholas Meyer joins us on guitar which is great yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a sextet uh, version of the trio in composition we've done a couple of gigs with that and hopefully we'll record it later this year but that's a totally different set Um, with a bass player called Michaela Montoli who's a great bass player and then James Arben on tenor sax and flute and Tim Quick on trumpet so that's kind of in the pipeline I've just released a duo album with Robert Mitchell yes I've listened um, to a few of
0: that. it's amazing cello,
1: piano and and some spoken word from Robert some really powerful poetry um, and I've got a f- sort of free improvisation duo with James Arbin as well, which is fun. Um, and, yeah, various projects that come and go as they do in freelance life.
0: Yeah, right, well, <laughs> say yes to everything and, and see where it takes you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I play, I play with various people. People ask me to play on albums and things like that and then a few tours. I've got quite a lot of gigs with a Syrian canoe player coming up okay. called Maya Youssef, who's just recorded a really, really beautiful album. Mm-hmm. Um, I played on her last one, so we've got, we've got a tour coming up with that. That'd be great. Oh, that
0: sounds exciting. Mm, great. That'd be really beautiful. Do you still play much classical music as
1: well? Or you, no. You just <laughs> just, just um, no. I mean, I, I I practiced at home. I, I still play. You know, I play Bach almost mm. every day mm. if, if I have time, and I do study it at home. And I teach. I teach it right. as well because I teach at the Royal College Music Junior Department. Okay. So I teach baroque improvisation, jazz improvisation, <laughs> everything. Um, but I I decided. Actually, before I came back to Jerusalem, I didn't want to go back into that okay. professionally. Yeah. So I didn't. <laughs> Good. Yeah.
0: Well, why not? Yeah. Your first really jazz influence was the Sonny Rollins album.
1: It was. Yeah. I mean, I, I, kind of heard some jazz around and really been fascinated by it before then but really that was the first complete album that I heard um when I was living in Jerusalem I used to go to these kind of improvisation workshops on a Tuesday evening in a Lebanese restaurant in the middle of the desert and on the way back they were playing that in the car and I it over and over and over again. and That's what really grabbed me. Yeah, um, Saxophone Colossus. Yeah, yeah, I love that yeah, album. It's yeah, one of my brilliant.
0: favorites. I mean, he's one of these musicians just got limitless melodic ideas. Yeah, isn't he? just I he think that's what it and was. Speak speak and speak and speak. And yeah,
1: and the tunes on that album. Words. Like the um, which one is it? Is it Moritat? There's one of them that is so just so unusual mm. and really kind of catches you. Yeah, and the Blue that's Seven a, that's as a good well. One the to last play, then Should we put that one on? Yeah, yeah. Great. Also that one.
2: Bye.
0: real interesting rest of your list so camelia Gubran
1: Camelia dubran yes dubran, she sorry. um is a Palestinian singer um, and multi-instrumentalist she plays the oud which is like Middle Eastern lute she plays the kanun which is kind of like the inside of a piano but without any keys so you okay. just it's sort of a zither type instrument yeah. that you play with your fingernails um, she's a great percussionist as well but she's just a wonderful singer um, and I, I think she should be a lot better known over here she, she now lives in Europe actually and she has this wonderful contemporary project with a guy called Werner Hessler I think okay. but it's, it's very odd and very unusual but it's a really striking project and she's just a saying, really really interesting musician. Have you ever worked with her? Yeah I, I worked with her in a band called Sabrine where she was a lead singer so I, I worked on that um, and one of the albums they record is an album called Fame, which is a really nice introduction to her as an artist but she's saying, a really wide-ranging artist and she's an incredible musician.
3: اشتركوا Dunya I met again slightly
1: by accident. Um, actually through a student of mine from the RCM who went on to her National Youth Jazz Collective um, as a cellist um, so she got in touch with me and said where are these cellists where, where are these <laughs> coming from um, but she became a really really good friend um, and she's someone I have a huge amount of respect for but she set up uh, tet, an all female tet I think is a, a little bit of a counterweight to um,
0: Good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) About time, isn't it? it,
1: it, but she's been very instrumental, I think, in the fact that the scene is really changing in a very positive way now, Um, but Interchange was a great opportunity, she asked me to join it and to write a piece for it, and I'd never written a piece for DECTEC before, so it was a really great challenge, so I wrote a piece called Palmyra, which is um, dedicated to the town in Syria that got destroyed by ISIS. Of course, yeah. Um,
0: so yeah There's lots of historical sites and things
1: yeah right? it really grabbed me that story yeah. so I sort of wrote a, a, it's basically a suite um, dedicated to that excellent and it's on the album
0: well I'm very pleased to say we've booked uh, Izzy Barrett and interchange for the Leeds Jazz Festival which oh, has just, great. Been yes, of course. Yes. just been announced oh yes of course literally just been announced yesterday yes of course you sent me a text so, about it a yeah, couple of weeks ago so yes we, we
1: are coming and we will <laughs> yes. be playing Valmira at that I think there that. might
0: be a workshop or something going yeah. on as well which so that's going to be yeah. amazing great so,
1: yeah. oh, okay so small
2: world All of you for that one.
3: Where you stood Um, still
0: Robert Mitchell. Yeah,
1: yes um, Robert obviously I think everyone knows by now is a phenomenal pianist um, he's also a great poet writes a lot of poetry um, and we recorded an album quite an eclectic album of things that range from um, compositions by both of us a piece by C.P. Bach and two of Robert's poems and the one poem that I, I think is incredibly powerful that he wrote is a reflection on the Windrush scandal called Son of Windrush because his mum was a Windrush nurse okay. so it's, it's just a really powerful poem Brilliant. Yeah, well, I, no, can, right,
0: I can smell food drifting okay, over right. drifting over the club, yes. which must mean your dinner is ready. Right, so I I I'll let you get off, have a nice relax before your gig tonight and Excellent. thoroughly looking forward to it. Thank you great. Great. so much, Lily.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Great. Bye. See you later.
4: A sun of Windrush reflects... My mother's pride to serve as a nurse needs no poem no song no chapter no verse her subsequent rise to maternity ward sister came after decades of service no dream from a distant vista a junior prize winner One of two that year, from the Bajan Isle. A medical student of the 1960s, witnessing the spark of upheaval in a combustible vial. Onward to nursing qualification from the seat of empire, to help address the vast wounds of war, leaving expansive desires Hanging by a wire. Thousands of hours of study, fueled by the calling to be a healer of humanity. Far more on the wards through daily tests that would wreck a layperson's sanity. Barking, King George, Newham rush green amongst the many hospitals seen. None of them dampened the spirit or made her abandon the team. Yet not one of those hours could frustrate, not one of those hours could allow the Windrush generation of medical talent to deflate that unavoidable meeting with the inherited state of psychotic supremacist vanity, expressed as a variation on a sentence spat from the most ungrateful of patients. Take your black hands off me. Promotion, seniority, and the earning of huge respect in the face of a slow and steady betrayal of the NHS dream set firmly on the path to being wrecked through the ever escalating pressures of a system under huge strain the Hippocratic Oath's joy of healing was never put to shame constant overlooking of shift pattern requests, the constant loss of great nurses and doctors, always exhausted, demoralized, and stressed. So, an enforced move from the hospital to the GP's office. A change for this final vocational round. A straighter route until retirement by a simpler system bound naturalization then seemed like an extra for an invited member of the aforementioned empire. A prudent move at a time when leaders couldn't tweet as if to erect more mental barbed wire. Governmental oversight quadrupled that prudence as the ink dries on a new definition of British citizen. It is not where you are born but the usefulness to a country's needs till who knows when. This Windrush scandal has caused deeper division at a divisive time. Deportations, job losses, medical care, unattainable. It is like the black presence is a crime. It took 135 years to unveil the Mary Seacole monument Let's hope it is not 135 more until the Windrush contribution is decently honored with respectful intent. As a witness to the immense changes that generation brought to an isle in denial, every battle and every victory sealed in your unflinching style, as a product of an amazing life, love, an ambitious intent. It is a privilege to proudly reflect this lineage through the deep impression of the vital potential for ultimate conquest lying latent in those who are truly resilient. For Mum.